You're missing out. <laughs> You're missing out. This is my biggest fear. Missing out. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been afraid of missing out. So there's a branch of our pockets you can pay for. Cinemodity's version of an encore. We get heated. Our thoughts will like a claim more. Don't feel cheated. It's actually a huge score. Without it, your collection's not completed. We go as far to say your brain's all treated. We have a small patron tribe. Listen as please. You forget to subscribe. You got mental disease. You heard anything bad. And now that's just slandering. Well, I'm not your dad. But I am the Mandarin! I'm reserving a table to pay in a rent. At least five bucks a month. That's all you need to consent. Okay, folks. Please allow a good detour. The dangers are fun. We do reassure. Yeah, we're mad Louis C.K. gets labeled as sick. But here we are talking King James stroking his dick. And Lord knows he didn't even ask permission. God, sometimes I feel like we need a fucking physician. A two-hour commercial can be good for you medically. But that's what the hell we got in at your legacy. Watch it all till every lie goes bloodshot. But it's with a curse. Run and rejoin up. Pay for requests, stuff up a doodle and envy. Make us mad with the pranks and send us into a frenzy. We got tie ins, rants, and monthly visits to Ooh. God, it's gonna take us a long time to get through movies on computer screens. Major love for Constantine. Assassination energy. Long house, by all means. Shane Black, Spider Verse, these steps or anything but Cersei. It's wet, but we can burst the best man part of the universe. So Jordan says our content grows in amount. And toss a few bucks, bucks in our bank account. Ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've all been waiting for. Welcome to the first annual fifth year extravaganza. I uh, will have inserted uh, like a million slap sound effects because I figured that's how our ceremony would start, right? With a, just like a slap fest. <laughs> sure. Slap, I, I mean, slap I was, fight. I was thinking applause, <laughs> but you know, I thought that was pretty good. Uh, we Since we aren't that big of, a, of like a ceremony, we actually have teamed up with like one of those like slap fighting competitions and we've just <laughs> rented the same venue. So while this ceremony is going on, uh, you'll be hearing slaps constantly, but it's in, in good sport, you know? <laughs> I'm actually, I really hope that you do edit in random slaps. <laughs> that sounds great. No, and that's not to say that the Will Smith, Chris Rock slap was not in good sport. I mean, I don't know if we can say that, right? <laughs> I don't think we know the whole story. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think that anybody made a comedy special centered around that entirely where we could learn. Yeah, no, that, uh, that yeah. hasn't happened. And who's to say what good, in good sport really means, you know? That seems yeah. like a very, like, it builds character, vacuous type of phrase, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, getting slapped by Will Smith probably builds character. <laughs> Someone should, you should tell that to Chris Rock, Ben. You should tell that <laughs> to Chris Rock. It builds character. Well, with all those slaps out of the way... What Next are we year here we'll have for? Chris Rock on the show. Yeah, he'll be the host. You know, um, yeah. this year we have someone I don't know, silent to be the host. So, or I guess <laughs> yeah, the, we'll the have Chris Rock fight. be the host, yeah. <laughs> and the only other guest will be Will Smith. <laughs> Perfect. They'll uh, they'll replace us next year for sure. So we are here with our five year anniversary of Cinemodities. It's been it's been five years. The first annual five year. The first annual five year anniversary. The extravaganza as I like to call them. And you know, in the past we've done these these big elaborate uh extravaganzas of going through a lot of stuff and all these crazy ideas. And those episodes are usually incredibly long and take a lot to edit and involve multiple recordings. Um, and this year, uh, th- this just th- we didn't want to uh, go, go that hard. I-, I guess we figured that we'd switch it up because at the, at the five-year mark, you know, we, uh, we're taking it a le- little easy and doing something a little different. And so what we are doing this year is having this little ceremony, as we said. Ben and I are here to highlight the... 
Get ready to roll your eyes, everybody. The Patreon of our podcast. <laughs> but really to highlight uh, those who support us through Patreon and through listening to the main feed and support uh, and enjoy uh, what we put out there, as uh, goofy and nonsensical as it is. So Ben is here, and we are going to go through a award ceremony with some nonsensi- nonsensical and goofy awards for our Patreon fan requests. And so I'm sure we'll get into more of the details of the categories and how we're going to run this, Ben, because I know we have a, a very strict show we're keeping here. You know, it's going to be a, a solid very eight regimented. hours long, you know, because um, <laughs> I just said I don't want to do that much editing. Uh, but, Ben, you're over there on the Patreon, of course, as well in the main, as the main feed. Uh, what do you have to say about the Patreon and this little ceremony we're doing and our five years? Uh, if you're not listening to the Patreon, uh, you're really missing out. That's what I have to say. No, I, uh, I'm happy. You should be afraid be of that. <laughs> yes, you should. You should experience fear about missing out. I am happy to be here. Always happy to to watch movies and talk about them, and especially happy to get to get to watch some movies that I never would have seen otherwise through our fan requests uh, via the Patreon. So, if you've ever wanted to hear us talk about your favorite movie or maybe a movie you don't like so much just in case we shit all over it patreon is the place to do that yes and i thought you put it the best way possible ben there is that that's the the big reason that i i really love being able to do these fan requests is that these are movies some of which you know i had we had seen before um one or both of us some of which you know i never like you said never would have watched otherwise some of i'd never even heard of that are just, you know, excellent finds. And it's so cool to be able to do that and so uh, cool to be able to be supported by, um, the you know, these fan requests as well. And so we are nothing but thankful for all of the support we get for this. And the, like we said, we hope you enjoy it because that's really what we're trying to do at the end of the day. I'm sure we will get emotional again. I'm, I think Ben and I were going to cry at the end of the ceremony, I think. Um, but yeah, anything else? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> scheduled cry. Yes, exactly. It's like the uh, there's a Mr. Show sketch where um, they're interviewing a guy who, like, I think he's he's like um, trying to go through like gay conversion therapy, and they interview him and they're like, last time we talked to you, you were a full blown like you know out like gay man homosexual, and he's like, well now I have I have realized my sinful ways and I'm trying to like become good in the uh, eyes of the Lord again. And the sketch goes on, but at the end of the sketch, the news reporter is like, thank you for your time and we look forward to seeing you next month for your scheduled relapse. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. And so yes, our schedule, uh, scheduled emotional uh, outreach will be coming once again at the end of the episode. So if we're ready to kick it off... Ben, what do you want to start with? What category do you think we should start with uh, because I know you had a whole slew of ca- ideas for categories. <laughs> I uh, I think we should start off with something fairly simple. So I I actually wanted to ask you: Are are we each giving our own award for these categories? Yeah, or I, are... I would I would say okay. so. You know. All right. Um, I think I want to start off with uh, the fan request that had the most complicated plan. Okay. <laughs> and Ben, I would love I would love for you to give your your thoughts on this one. Okay, uh, Christmas with the Cranks. These people, uh, they lied about the fact that they were going to not exp- uh, what <laughs> celebrate Christmas so that they could have their daughter come over, and it was just a, a ridiculous mess of a movie. It's difficult to encapsulate the plot of Christmas with the Cranks 
both because it is convoluted and nonsensical. <laughs> Yes. But also because it is so difficult to remember. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. Just that movie as a whole is very difficult to remember. (laughs) Right. So, uh, yeah. So so my my vote for the most complicated plan is Christmas with the Cranks. Okay. I like that. I like that. And I I would have to agree with you. That is a very complicated plan. But I'm actually going to have to go with... Oh, this is see. This is tough. I might have an honorable mention for you, Ben, but I think I'm going to give the winner to the most complicated plan to Army Hammer's character in "Sorry to Bother You." His plan of creating horse people to start a workforce for what, like a Walmart conglomerate, <laughs> or and and make them how like b- build them housing and stuff. I thought that was very complicated. Granted, that might have been the point of the movie and his plan, but it was rather complicated. <laughs> okay, I think that's a, a very reasonable. Very reasonable award. I have to give the honorable mention though to, and this is this is interesting. I thought this this fan request would only have one one award, uh, which but so it'll come up again is what I'm saying. But the the plan from Artemis Fowl, Artemis is Artemis Fowl's plan in Artemis Fowl is is pretty much incredibly complicated. So what he's going to capture a fairy to get into a time bubble to do something else with the queen of the fairies to save his father. But remember the whole thing where like Josh Gad is telling the story, like that's the framing device. But at the end of the movie, he gets broken out of prison and he's like, this was all part of Artemis's Fowl's plan. And we were like, Artemis's fa- Artemis Fowl's plan was to have Josh Gad tell us the movie. And it was very complicated. <laughs> that's no, that's good. I'm glad you brought that up. And uh, I think the fact that I didn't even consider that <laughs> is probably due to the mind, the, the, what voluntary bout of amnesia I experienced after watching Artemis? <laughs> yes, yes, Artemis Fowl. Like I said, will come up again. Definitely, I want to give that an award. <laughs> so I, I, I do think we need to shout out the uh, the people who requested these movies. Christmas of the Cranks, of course, came from the great Joseph Michael. Yep. Sorry to bother you. Came from the personalities. Oh yeah. So we want to thank you both for for those incredible um, requests. And finally, Artemis Fowl, what did it come from? That was also Joseph Michael. Okay. So Joseph we don't Michael. thank you for Knocking that. Him out of the park. <laughs> Knocking him out of the park, Joseph Michael. Yes, our, yes, everybody, if you are not on our Patreon, we do have an episode where Ben and I discuss uh, the Disney Plus Artemis Fowl movie. <laughs> a perfect yeah. example of a movie we never would have watched otherwise. Yes. All right. So there. I th- I think uh, one of the awards that I would like to talk about, and and I think this will be, I think this will start to set the stage where uh, Ben and I are coming from with our different awards we want to discuss. As you'll uh, you'll, I think when they're announced, you will uh, sense the uh, the tenor of them. Um, I would like to talk about Ben of these fan requests. What is the best performance of an actor? I don't want to split it up by gender. I just want to I want to th- pick our brains about who do we think gave the best performance out of these movies. Ooh. I would like to start by throwing out maybe a little bit of a goofy one, but one that I think you you know that there's some sincerity behind it and you would appreciate it. Oliver Platt in The Ice Harvest, John Cusack's drunk friend who's screaming about his wife and stuff the whole time. Remember the turkey lurkey scene when he's drunk at Christmas dinner or whatever? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. His pants um, are falling down and he's getting thrown out of bars because he's hitting on the, the, the lady behind the bar and stuff like that. And I, I think I want to throw that one out there. I, I think that performance was pretty great. <laughs> Hi, Dottie. No, thank you. I'm, I'm fine. I just wanted to stop in and wish you all very merry. Screw the pie, you old harpy. We're here for dinner. Turkey. 
cranberry stuff in the works. Right? What's uh what's the gangster's name that that uh, Billy Bob Thornton kills? Is it Roy? Oh, Roy! Roy in the movie. Uh, I think Mike Starr. It was. Yeah, I want to give Starr, it to yeah. to Roy because Roy is dead and acts like he's not <laughs> in a very convincing way. That's a good one. It's that's also from good, the Ice Harvest. I, that's a good it's one. completely coincidental. But. Sure, sure. Uh, no, that that is that is a good one. The one I would say is a little more serious. I I do think. Out of the movies we've watched, one of the, the serious best performances I think we've seen is John Malkovich in Being John Malkovich. I think that is an excellent, excellent uh, portrayal of himself in this weird fictional format. I was actually, if I was going to go serious, I was actually going to give it to Steve Buscemi in Trees Lounge. That is also, a, that's an excellent one, for sure. Yeah, Steve Buscemi's performance in Trees Lounge is quite a thing to see uh i i would also put up there uh jim carrey in the cable guy i think he is that is one of jim carrey's best performances and oddly enough that that movie's probably going to win the best jim carrey movie that was requested that Uh that is probably going to win that we 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 should hold off on that category because we have to discuss the other nominees but um that that's probably going to win you know we've mentioned quite a few roles here do do we actually pick one that is the winner we haven't we haven't really figured this out um yeah i i think i think i have my winner and it's uh it's one that we haven't talked about i want to throw i think my winner is um either his character name or his name in real life i don't remember uh hal sanders the old dance coach in dancing it's on and his 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 uh awards clip that i'm gonna play right now sorry i'll try again no you won't i don't want you trying again because you're not really trying all you're doing is wasting my time and I don't like people who waste my time. You got it? But I, uh... No buts. You asked for my advice, my help, and then you didn't take it. You're a good dancer. A real good dancer. But you're not great yet. You got something blocking you from getting there. The way you're dancing right now, you wouldn't even place in the contest. I don't know what it is that's bothering you, but you need to get past it and stop wasting my time, okay? You can play baseball, you can play tennis, you can even play football, but you can't play dance. It's a shame, Ken. It's really a shame, because you're a good dancer. You could be great, really great, a real contender. But now I'm through. I'm finished. Is his monologue about, you could be good, kid, but you could be great. But you you, you got to get focused, and he has our favorite line. Can't ben. play dance. You can't play. You can play tennis. You can play golf. You can even play baseball, but you can't play dance. And that I, that's that's the best. That is the best piece of. That's an American cinematic moment right there. That's in the in the Library of Congress. <laughs> I I've tried to use that as like a motivational speech for helping people get good at Magic the Gathering, but it turns out. <laughs> You can play Magic together. Damn. <laughs> I never I never thought. <laughs> so um, I'm going to give it to Hal Sanders, which I think is the character's name. But what right, do you I'm, think, Ben? I think I have to go with, with Roy. Okay, okay. He he, de- he definitely convinced me that he was not dead. Uh, you you know what? That is a good, a good performance as well. Also because most of Mike Starr's performance in The Ice Harvest is just his voice when he's locked in the trunk. <laughs> 
what category do you have next, Ben? What do you, what do you want to throw out? Uh, so I want to go with the character's life that you are most envious of. Ooh, okay. Okay. <laughs> now this one, this one's interesting because we have some very uh, fantasy and fantastical, you know, movies on this list. I could certainly say Beowulf. <laughs> Damn I it, could certainly, I could certainly say I'm envious of of Beowulf or one of the um you know, uh you know Viking or you know Nordic people in the movie Beowulf. But I don't know, I don't know if I'm true if I truly am envy envious of Beowulf. Tim Allen from Christmas with the Crank. Right? <laughs> when he gets that horrible spray tan, I was totally like, dude, I wish that was me. <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, uh. The the main character of Spun, Jason Schwartzman's Schwartzman's character in Spun, his life seems pretty cool. So I'm kind of envious of him, you know, just doing meth and running, like, driving around and tying women up and duct taping their eyes shut. Yeah, that was some <laughs> fucked up shit. Right there. <laughs> yeah, that was really messed up. But I, that's pretty. That seems pretty cool. I might go, I might go Jason Schwartzman in Spun, or I might also go Steve Buscemi in Trees Lounge because. I mean, there's a scene in Trees Lounge where he parks his car in front of a mechanic and says, hey, I can't turn my car off because it, like, it has trouble starting. Can you just watch it for a minute while I go to the bar across the street to get a drink? <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. I'm going to have to say the little kid from Rockadoodle. Do you want to be a furry? <laughs> <laughs> he gets to hang out with Singing Rooster Trub. Yes, yes, that's... That's true. Attacked by cartoon owls. Um, but his like doesn't his like family? No, his family die. The farm gets destroyed or something, right? Yeah, that's pretty great. Okay, what more do you want? Cool. Ben's like, and I and I don't have to work on the farm anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we we kind of have dropped off on saying who who picked these movies. Rockadoodle. That's Joseph Michael again. Yes, yes. Rockadoodle was Joseph Michael. Absolutely. Trees Lounge. Uh, that is um, Zen Shift. Zen Shift. And Zen Shift, a great recommendation. That is that is an excellent movie, and that was one I know I I known about and wanted to watch, and we finally did, and it's it was awesome. Uh, Ice Harvest was also Zen Shift, um, so that was a a, a great choice right there. Uh, Beowulf was Joseph Joseph Michael. We mentioned that slightly. Oh, Dancing It's On was Zen Shift. Zen Shift has has given us a lot of bangers, Ben. I have to say. <laughs> hey, don't spoil it. We got to give an award to the. To the, to the most bangers? To, to the requester that requested the most bangers. The most bangers award? <laughs> That's right. Um, how about you throw out another award, Ben, before we get to another uh, serious one? I like oh. I like these awards that you have. All right. Uh, so this one is the movie that had the smallest effect on you. Ooh, okay, okay. And I want to throw it over to you before I give way in. See, this is this is the thing where I can't put, like... Artemis Fowl on there because Artemis Fowl had a huge effect on me like that movie made me angry you know and I can't even say if there was I don't even I don't think a a movie on this list did make me fall asleep but if a movie made me fall asleep that would be an effect as well so this is an interesting question what movie had the least effect on me I'm gonna I'm gonna answer this by saying it's the movie that I had forgotten about the most like the movie that we had covered that I, when I compiled this list for us to go off of, I was like, kind of like, oh yeah, we did talk about that, and so I'm gonna have to give it to, unfortunately, from Joseph Michael, uh, Monster House. Okay. I remembered very little that I barely remember that we watched Monster House, so I would say that had zero effect. Zero effect on you? Okay. Zero so, effect on me. Yes. Zero effect. Got it. 
So I um, I actually am in a similar vein in terms of my reasoning about this because I did not remember that we covered it pretty much until I looked at this list just now. And uh, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Dude, Where's My Car? Oh, okay. That's by, a good That's a good choice. Requested yeah. by the personalities. Yeah, that that was... That's a that that movie's a big nothing burger, as it were. That's that's absolutely right. That is a that is a good one to choose uh, because I remember being, if if that, that I don't know if this is really an effect it had on me, but I remember when we rewatched that. I rewatched it specifically. I was very disappointed by how much I did not enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with that one, uh, dude. Where so, was his car? His car was probably wherever he left it. <laughs> But I don't remember. I'm pretty sure. I'm. I think that we have to actually no. I, well, let's save it. If you want to know, because I'm pretty sure in that episode we have like a definitive answer to where their car was. And uh, we're gonna. If you don't know or you want to know, go check it out on the Patreon. <laughs> Otherwise, you should be shaking in fear on the floor that you're gonna miss out right now. That's right. Right yeah, now. <laughs> you know what? As as we're going through these uh, these these movies and we are talking about who's requesting them. Um, uh, one, we, we have already mentioned, uh, that, you know, Spun, we discussed Spun, that was requested by Carlos, who I don't think we've mentioned yet, but Carlos also requested Psycho Gorman, uh, I do not want to, uh, shortchange the fact that, uh, for one of the best performances in a movie we've watched for a fan request is the little girl from Psycho Gorman. <laughs> yeah, um, I was I, actually going to choose her for the most envious award also, because I, I yeah. really, her life does seem fantastic. Yeah, that that is that is a good a good choice, Ben. Uh, but yeah, I believe her name is Anita Jose Hanna. Uh, she was incredible in that movie. I, I think another award that you could agree with Ben, we should give out um, movie with the best Psycho Gorman uh, would probably go to Christmas with the Cranks. <laughs> I think Jamie Lee Curtis in that movie is a Psycho Gorman. <laughs> that's that's not bad. I I think I would have to go with Eight Crazy Nights. Okay, Adam which... Sandler is a, a psycho Gorman in that movie. Not Whitey? <laughs> oh, I guess Whitey is too. There's a lot of them. I'm Whitey. I'm a psycho Gorman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we, go, there we go. What movie has the most technical fouls? <laughs> How could I almost forget about in a, On a serious note, movie, I think that might be the only musical we've done. But be, best song in a... Oh, Rockadoodle, of course. But still... Best song in a movie, um, Technical Foul from Eight Crazy Nights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, but I think if we're going to go with the movie that has the most technical fouls, that's still Christmas with the Cranks. Uh, yes. Christmas with the Cranks is winning a lot of these awards, I think. Yeah, <laughs> which is surprising. That's that's not was not a front runner going into this. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. So speaking of of Christmas with the Cranks, uh, which of these movies? Would you, how do I want to phrase this? Which of these movies do you never want to see again? Ooh, I'm gonna have to go with Artemis Fowl. <laughs> I think Artemis Fowl. I think this is gonna combine with one of the things I did want to talk about. I think that is the the worst movie on this list. I would give the. I would give if I had to. I did not rank these, but if I had to rank them, I would say Artemis Fowl is the very bottom. And I and as such, I would never want to watch that again. Okay. Um, I could I, sit through all of these other movies again, for sure. Unfortunately, I, I also have to go with Artemis Fowl. I'm not going to get a lot of deviation here. Artemis Fowl is a bad movie. Christmas Cranks is definitely a runner-up, because that movie is actively offensive the whole time. <laughs> uh, well, Ben, and it's only I, offensive because you don't believe in the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> that's right. And, and then I think uh, my next runner-up would be Spun. 
that movie was just difficult to get through. Oh, I would, I would, I would, I could, I could watch that again. But like we say in that episode, it would one hundred percent glaze me over like a big old donut again. Like that is the effect that that movie has. But I could, I could handle it. Artemis Fowl, I could not, could not handle. <laughs> Um, I, I think I would also have to say I could get through if I had to Eight Crazy Nights, but I really did not enjoy watching that movie. <laughs> um, I would watch just that. I would rewatch the Technical Foul song, though, on like YouTube, you know, Cause that's a technical foul. <laughs> um, I, I think I, I would like to uh, since we're talking about like the the worst um, movie, which I, I'm glad to hear we have Artemis Fowl on that on the uh, on our, as our winner for that. I think that it is interesting that we've been able to cover, you know, a, and maybe not like an even split, but we have covered, you know, some some animated movies. So Rockadoodle, Monster House, uh, Eight Crazy Nights, Beowulf. I think out of these four animated movies, while we didn't really get uh, a a good one, I would say. Or one that, you know, clearly stands above the rest. I, th- I think I would give best animated feature to Beowulf. I think that was the one I had the most enjoyment watching. I, I, I have to fully agree. Beowulf is, was actually surprisingly good. And I, I just want to throw this in there. I, I, I did want to have an award for the best movie where a character repeatedly screams his own name. <laughs> but I didn't think there would be a lot of competition for it. Um, so I just want to throw it out there. Beowulf also deserves that award. Okay, okay. So I, I'm glad you bring that up because it, let's let's talk about this because I think I think this this is a good category, Ben. Best movie where the character character repeatedly screams their own name. Now it's not a lot, but it's it's definitely in the running. We do hear a good bit of times. Jim Carrey referred to himself like knock on a door oh. and say cable guy like in that That's- movie. The cable guy. Yes, so that so that yeah. counts. Okay. But also, Ben, I would like to add that we hear, for what I remember as ninety percent of the movie, Dana Carvey say, "I'm going to be a master of disguise. I'm going to be a master of disguise." <laughs> <laughs> I remember that being the entirety of that movie. Okay, and yeah, me I, also I saying that. that's really close to a masterpiece. <laughs> I, I guess I had forgotten about those. So there actually is some competition. Yes, um, yes. I don't think that changes my answer, though. I don't think so either. But, but the honorable mention would be Master of Disguise because that, that, is, that is a lot of saying the name. Uh, that's also a lot of saying, well, uh, Beowulf also, it's them saying the name of the movie. Uh, you know? <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great storytelling piece of advice that you should show and not tell. Uh, when telling a story, you you want to, I don't know if you if you want to establish that a character is particularly good at something, like mm-hmm. you want to show us them doing it, not tell us that they're doing it, or tell us that they're good at it. So I actually want to highlight movies amongst the requests where they where they perform this very poorly, where they tell us and not show us. So this is the tell don't show award. Okay, okay, I like that. <laughs> I think. And it's as unfortunate as it is. I actually have to. I have to say, Christmas with the Cranks, because they tell us how important Christmas is, and they never show us that. <laughs> that is very true. When all the when the neighborhood, like all the people in the cul-de-sac, show up at the very end with their Christmas decorations to put on Christmas for the family, it's just like, where did this come from? Because I'm pretty sure, like the Cranks have tried to murder all the other townspeople <laughs> throughout this movie. You know. <laughs> 
So what do you have for tell, the Tell Don't Show Award? The Tell the Tell Don't Show Award. That's a, see, that's a good one. I'm gonna have to give it. I'm gonna have to give it, and very very seriously, give it to Eight Crazy Nights <laughs> for the okay. fact that they that they just they tell us Adam Sandler's you know quote unquote sad backstory. Not only do they only tell it to us, but they they tell it to us at the wrong moment for the emotional <laughs> catharsis of the movie, <laughs> which to this day, Ben, still bothers me. <laughs> I know in our discussion, I am very hung up on that, and and you're just like oh, that does not bother me, and I still think about that, Ben. Do you wake up screaming? I wake up with the night sweats, and I, I I get into that thing. You remember that old episode of Monk where like an earthquake happens, or like he hits his head and he can, like he like starts speaking Russian or something? Oh yeah. It's like I wake up with night sweats when I think about this, and I can't stop talking in the whitey voice. <laughs> <laughs> it happens nightly. It's ruined relationships, Ben. <laughs> so I think another tell don't show. Oh, I've, a runner-up for me is actually going to be "Dude, Where's My Car?" Mm. because um, I don't think you can cor- like effectively show me that he doesn't have his car, but you can definitely tell me over and over again that he doesn't have his car. Yes, and yes. that's they did that. <laughs> they do get a car at a certain point in that movie. <laughs> they do. Uh, they do. So I guess I guess you know, like I said, that's just a runner-up. It's not the winner. Uh, sure. Sure. But uh, do we want to go into the inspiration for this award? Because I, I, th- I think you'll be able to tell what the inspiration is. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. But please, please expand for our, our listeners. Do you realize what this means? Yeah, but you say it first. Uh, I, so this is the thing. I never remember what it is that he is. But Artemis Fowl is very much a... <laughs> yes. Insert what some kind of criminal mastermind or something. I think he's a. I think he's a criminal genius. Criminal genius, mastermind, child prodigy of God, right? Of God, yes. <laughs> Who spits in the face of mythological creatures because they're against God's will. <laughs> and and of course, we talk about this at length in the episode uh, about Artemis Fowl. So if you want to do that to yourself, that's that's a good reason to join the Patreon to listen to us explain that award so what do you, you th- okay let, how about how about this for an award best use of the name of the movie in the movie so of course we have you know beowulf screams his name master of disguise says i'm gonna be the master of disguise uh you know that scene in monster house where the kids are like wow this house is a monster um <laughs> uh you know that scene in uh oh so- sorry to bother you actually works because he does say so- sorry to bother you many times yeah. <laughs> um you know you know that's <laughs> That scene in Being John Malkovich where John Cusack says, I'm being John Malkovich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how could we forget? Steve Buscemi says, this sure is a trees lounge. <laughs> <laughs> um, so is this award titled, hey, that's the name of yes. the movie? I mean, of course, but how could we forget that moment in um, The Ice Harvest where John Cusack says, no, Oliver Platt drunkenly says, let's go harvest some ice. Uh, yeah, I mean, don't forget in Zero Effect when Ben Stiller says, <laughs> your whining has zero effect on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think my winner would be the moment where Shotzi in Dancing, It's On says, Dancing, apostrophe, colon, hyphen, it's on. <laughs> uh, and that's the one, out of all those, that's the one that everybody, that's not the joke, that she actually says that. Like, that movie's so weirdly written and performed and acted that they, they speak the punctuation in the dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
right. So who's who's the final winner of? I, I think it's Dance in a Ton. I think Dance it's Shotzi in Dance in a Ton for sure. <laughs> movie with the most Shotzi, Dance in a Ton. You know, no other yeah. movie had a Shotzi. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. All right, let's uh, let's get over to. So we've done the movie that we never want to see again. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's get into the movie that we would watch every day. Okay, yeah, this is this is of course something we're gonna have to talk about. The fact of you know what is what are the the best things we've talked about because there are clearly some standouts. I I kind of tried to nail this down to three. I think I tried to do like a top three type of thing just because I right. think there are some on here some on here that are are wildly kind of incomparable. Yeah. So so I I definitely and I think that. I think I think Ben is going to be very happy with this. I I think the the best movie. I think I'd put number one the best movie that we've watched from these fan requests is The Ice Harvest. Uh, that that it is such a fun movie. It's a good movie. It's a well made movie. It's a compelling movie. There's it has everything going for it. Turkey lurkey. <laughs> um, something Oliver Platt yelling at children at Christmas dinner and stuff like that, and waving turkey around is hilarious. Um, but there's a lot more to that movie. I still have not read the book. I have. I still have the book. It's on the table next to me. I have not yet gotten to read it, but I look forward to it. And I think that's if that's not a testament to how much I love that movie that I was like, I'm gonna find the book and read it. Um, I have to give it to the Ice Harvest. That was just overall the most the the one that I was like I. I even, if I remember, Ben, I say in that episode, I thought it was a different movie. Like, I thought I knew a little bit about it, and it wasn't that movie, and I really knew nothing about it. So it was a great find. It was it was the best. I have to give it to it, Ben. Before I go on to my two and three, would you say that's your number one, or am I am I incorrect? Yeah, that's my number one also. The Ice Harvest was a, a phenomenal find. Uh, that was probably the only one of these movies that I actually, like, told one of my siblings, like, hey, you should go watch this. Okay, right on, right on. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is really awesome, and uh, it's 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 well worth the watch if you haven't seen it. Um, I for the for my number two spot, I have to say, and this is this is very close. This was, you know, definitely something I wanted to put up there in my number in my number one. But uh, number two is definitely Trees Lounge. Trees Lounge is a fantastically depressing movie. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a number two? Like, do you have a second a second place? You think? I, or uh... I might actually have to give it to Beowulf. Really? Okay. Beowulf, Beowulf is right up your alley. <laughs> Beowulf was a surprisingly good movie. Like I had, I had seen it when I was younger, and we, we, I think we discussed that in the episode. But yeah, yeah, it was it was better now than it was then. Um, I uh, I remember us talking about the fact that he is Beowulf in that movie, but also oh, that we are all Beowulf. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And and at the end of the day, aren't we all Beowulf? I, and then I think for my third spot, I I have to do it. I absolutely have to do it. Dancing, it's on. This, okay, I was gonna say if you don't say dancing, it's on. You're lying. Dancing, it's on is I I could not in good conscience conscience put it above Trees Lounge or Ice Harvest, Fair but enough. but dancing, it's on is the most. Maybe this wins the award for the most Rob movie that was requested. I had never heard of this. I never would have found this. Never in a million years would this movie come across my radar. So that's one of the things where it's like I'm so thankful for it being you know gifted to me. But this movie is ma- written and made by an alien from a different planet who doesn't understand how humans work, and it is fantastic. <laughs> and it's got Shotzi. What more could you ask for? <laughs> Fair enough. Shotzi is in that movie. Uh, I, I, 
I recommend everybody to watch that. I also recommend everybody go listen to our uh, discussion on it on Patreon. Um, it is. It is. I'm, I would imagine it is still free on Amazon Prime <laughs> all these months later after we discussed it. I can't imagine anybody owns the rights for that movie. Um, <laughs> that just floats in the ether. Um, do you remember uh, the captain Ben, the concierge of the? Uh, oh no, the door. The doorman. <laughs> you do remember the captain. <laughs> yes. You call the captain, um, and you can't play dance uh did you did you have a number three then i i don't have a number three that's nearly as close like it, it's one and two are pretty close to each other the sure. number three is gonna drop aways but i would have to give it to zero effect i actually really like that movie. yeah zero effect was a surprisingly fun uh i think we say in that episode a comfortable movie you know yeah um once it's uh turns out that it's sherlock holmes spoiler alert <laughs> spoiler right. alert for the first like five minutes <laughs> yeah um, yeah we uh and i think we spent some time discussing if there are other characters that have had as big of an impact on any form of media as Sherlock Holmes. Uh, yes, and... yes. That is that is a great discussion in that episode. Um, what other awards do we want to throw? I mean, do we want to get into the technical stuff? Um, I mean, Ben, we should talk about, you know, what do you think, like, best um, uh, production design should go to? Uh, cinematography? Costume? Costume and effects? So oh, costume I, I and think... effects is actually easy. That's Psycho Gorman. Like, hands down, the movie we oh, watched yeah. with the best costume and effects is Psycho Gorman. Okay, good, good, good Psycho Gorman got something. <laughs> I, I think that, um, I don't think we need to spend much time on this award, because this is entirely a joke. The movie that is the least about poultry, even though its title suggests that it is about poultry. Mmm, okay, okay. So you're you're talking about the cable guy. <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, this this of course is just a, a joke about Artemis Fowl's name. It's, I thought it was F O U L, like the baseball foul. No, <laughs> there are no there are no foul. There that movie was a disappointment for a lot of reasons, not least of which is that there are no foul in. There that are movie. no there are no foul in that movie. I uh, I I'm I also want to highlight. We've it turns out you know now that I'm looking at this list because we record these things pretty far apart. Of course, they get released pretty far apart. But we now seeing this list, we've covered. Ben Stiller, <laughs> the most it seems, because he he's in Zero Effect, mm-hmm. he's um in, he's in Envy. Envy, he's in Envy, yeah. and he's uh, the guy on trial and the director of the Cable Guy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So we we've done three Ben Stiller related projects. Um, so I, I, we uh, we have a Ben Stiller thing going on. Look at that. <laughs> There you go. Uh, so we have to do more Ben's. I actually think I do say in the Cable Guy episode, I want to do the other Ben Stiller directed movies. Oh, yeah. yeah um, which is good. Me. So we can do Tropic Thunder one day. I love Tropic Thunder. You never go full retard. Um, ben, that was offensive. Yeah, that's our that's our controversy for this year's ceremony. I didn't put it in the movie. That's offensive still. It's in an episode of a podcast. It's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, uh, any other awards you had? What do we have? Do we have any like end, end of the night superlatives? Now that we've done our best and stuff like that, do we have any any other? Uh, you know, now's the time for like the goofy awards because all the awards have been serious so far. So, That's what right. goofy awards can we throw out now? <laughs> uh, so, I think we need. So I'm 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 kind of like harkening back to like uh, you know high school awards, like mm-hmm. most likely to succeed. Oh, I think sure. we need uh, most likely. To never move out of its mom's basement award oh, for one ooh, of these movies. Okay, okay. To, so to never move out of the mom's basement. Okay, um, that's right. I kind of want to say Artemis Fowl. 
Because de- technically, doesn't he discover that there's a whole, like, bat cave in his mom's basement, in his house? <laughs> so he's going to stay there forever? <laughs> well, I'm not talking about a character. I'm talking about the whole movie. Oh, the whole, okay, the if whole the movie, movie was a person, it's if never mo- going to move okay, out of its okay. mom's basement. Um, <laughs> now, that's interesting. Um, uh, I would have to say The Master of Disguise because it can't function in society. I think that yeah. movie cannot function in society. <laughs> That is a that is a good pick. If you that personified the master pick. of disguise, it would be one of those. It would be one of the people in like the green texts about like mommy, give me my chicken tendies. You know, like that <laughs> would be that movie. Which, which once again, I want to reiterate, I have an incredibly detailed near three hour argument for why that movie is like two degrees off of being a masterpiece on our Patreon. <laughs> I've said nothing but bad things about it in this episode, <laughs> but it is close to being. Amazing. <laughs> I think I have to go with well. If I so I, if I'm going to pitch a character that would never move out of his, of his mom's basement, uh, given that it was a possibility, uh, I would have to go with Adam Sandler from Eight Crazy Nights. Sure. Because if his mom was alive, I don't think he would ever leave her side. <laughs> and then if I'm pitching a movie, I'm gonna have to go with Monster House. They seem that seems like a movie that will never grow up. That's all. That's fair. That's fair. And that is a a very much a a kids movie arrested development movie you know <laughs> uh m- movie what about this uh movie to uh most likely to bother you <laughs> like to bother you about like needing to borrow something or like to bother you like what are, how are they bothering us? to bother you by like being really aggressive in like waking you up at like just just shocking you oh, out of your sleep okay. you know and you get really you get really frustrated <laughs> okay uh, Christmas of the Cranks. God, that's what I was going to go with, too. I'd have to go with Christmas of the Cranks. Like, that movie is like, you know, the, I, and I think, of it, I think of it as literally you are asleep, you are in, like, a very restful state, and then something shakes you violently. Like, you're getting whiplash. Like, it's painful. And you're just hearing somebody scream Christmas in your face. <laughs> Maybe it's Santa. Maybe it's a snowman. Maybe it's uh, orange Tim Allen in that movie. <laughs> 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 or Dan, I think Dan Aykroyd's the mayor in that movie. <laughs> yeah, we have apparently we have nothing good to say about Christmas with the Cranks. That's Christmas with the movie. Cranks is a very, um, a very, very interesting movie. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the nicest thing to say about it. Um, um, are there any other any other movie? We have mentioned all of our fan requests, of course. You know, in all this roundabout way. Um, are there any any that we wanted to highlight? You know, that we didn't talk about too much. I mean, of course, we've talked about all of these in great detail on our Patreon. Um, but I I think we've highlighted. I guess the one we didn't highlight the most is uh is envy. Of course, we used yeah, it for some I, categories, but envy uh, envy kind of you know just kind of sits there. I was gonna say uh, if we have a category, it's like what the the movie that surprised you the most in in like how much you liked it whether it was good or bad Ooh, sure the difference from reality to expectation the movie that surprised you the most and i i think envy was was the inspiration for that category because envy seems on its face like a movie that should be stupid as fuck but it was actually pretty okay yeah, Christopher Walken shows up halfway through that movie, and his performance is pretty pretty compelling, you know? <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you, man. Good for you. Good for you. Um, I, I, I think in that, in that Envy's, Envy, Envy, I'm pretty sure, yeah, I had seen that before, so I knew some stuff about it. But yeah, that movie does not deserve all the hate it gets, which I'm pretty sure uh, we talk about in that episode. I think that in there is a category like you were talking about this the the expectation versus reality. Um, 
I think that I want to highlight Sorry to Bother You and Psycho Gorman for two movies that I know I discussed in that episode of me being like, I should love these, but I don't. You know, mm-hmm. like there's just something that doesn't click with me about these, but I should a hundred. These should be my movies. Right. Right. We haven't really highlighted a simple plan either, have we? Uh, no, Ben, because that's not on this list because it's coming out oh. at the end of this month. So like oh a few, a, a few days oh. after this episode comes out. <laughs> my bad. No, but I like that you had a category which movie has the most complex plan earlier. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because then that'll make sense to our Patreon listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I I think these are all these are all these were all great to watch even though they were not all great movies. Um, they were fun to discuss. Um, I'm glad you liked Beowulf so much. I, I guess I didn't realize coming into this that you liked Beowulf that much. But yeah, uh, you are. We are all Beowulf. I'm Beowulf. You're Beowulf. She's he's, Beowulf. He's Beowulf. <laughs> two Beowulf. You know. <laughs> at, at, at two Beowulf. <laughs> so fall Beowulf. You know that famous Shakespeare line. So I think uh, we will we will now enter our scheduled crying and emotional moment of the episode, Ben. I think that's on the docket. I think that's uh, uh it's to, on the teleprompters right now. Did was <laughs> was Lockstock etc. Was that a Patreon exclusive? That was, but that was our choice. Yes, yeah, not not a fan request. So that was something I, I didn't know if we were going to talk any about uh, the movies that we picked. But I think if I want to reference Lockstock and saying it's been emotional. Uh, I don't think you can disagree with that. It's been emotional. It has been. Yeah. There is one more thing. It's been emotional. There are, uh, of course, everybody should know there are other episodes on uh, on our Patreon. Uh, we choose a lot, all the Adventure Time and stuff like that. Um, yeah, that it would be a much more, uh, a bigger endeavor to do an awards thing for the movies we've chosen, because we've done a lot oh, yeah. more of them, and also that's we haven't talked about a lot of them in a long time. Like, like, we'd have to compare things like, you know, Constantine <laughs> to Lockstock oh. and stuff like that, you know. Oh. Operation Fortune, Ruse de Guerre. Um, <laughs> Ruse um, de Guerre? But, but no, I mean, absolutely no. I, I think there, there is one uh, very simple award. And, uh, for best performance for any movie we've, we've watched on the Patreon uh, is definitely Kira Allen and Run. That is still the, one of the, the greatest performances yeah. I've ever seen in my life. But, you know, then also, like... Like we'd have to talk about you know everything everywhere all at once uh, with that sweep yeah, our yeah. with that sweep our right. um, awards like it did the Oscars and things like that. Right. The Os- the, the dude Wong. wears my Oscars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we would even have we would have to discuss the the genre that has no business being as awesome as it is. Screen life movies? Yes, of course. Yes, best franchise screen life yeah. movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we would have to. Well, because uh, obviously searching and missing. Yep, yep. Yeah. And Unfriended Dark Web is very good. That, yeah, that one is. I think that's I think that's three on both of our lists. Uh, un, un, Unfriended will always have the original Unfriended will always have a special place in my heart for for finding that movie watching that movie for the one time i watched it <laughs> and and being so angry at the world <laughs> feeling like you were living in satan's asshole yep. which if you want to hear all yep. about satan's asshole that's the episode to listen to i pinpoint the exact moment i knew we were right on up there yep <laughs> yep, yep it was kind of impressive i i was too busy like suffocating rob was like this is it this is, <laughs> this is it we're here this is the moment. This is the best episode of Cribs. <laughs> um, and if we were going to go with biggest disappointment for our our selected oh episodes, be, I I, Profile is kind of up there. Like at that point, we loved Screen Life. Yeah, and Profile 
yeah had potential we thought and it was not good yeah profile is is very disappointing absolutely yeah, um, i don't know if it if you would call it the most disappointing but that's the one that comes to mind for me sure sure yeah, and and if you want to hear any of the sc- the screen life universe, which we also teased in the missing episode on the main feed, um, there, there's I guess the th- best thing to say is there's a lot of fun nonsense on the Patreon. That's right. And if you want to hear it, you can head on over. Um, it's a lot of good stuff. There's tons of episodes now. I don't have the episode count, but it's a it's, lot. It's over seventy, I think. It's, it's... over uh, three because I know we've listed at least three episodes in this movie. Yeah. In this episode. <laughs> Episodes in this movie. and uh, But it's all good fun. And we appreciate the support so we can keep this podcast going, uh, which it has it has paid for itself, uh, you know, a, a good time's over now, which we greatly appreciate. And, uh, of course, if you want to hear us talk about something, you can force us to talk about something with some restriction. <laughs> uh, th- I guess we should give a shout-out to uh, Ben. There is a fan request that we have refused to cover. I guess soft refused to cover. It's not like we've straight up... Well, we have actually straight up on recording said we will not talk about it. Um, but we have never reached out to a fan and said we won't talk about that movie. We've just done it in some weird kind of, you know, true fake laughy kind of way, I think is the right way to put it. Um, but that movie is Beverly Hills Cop 3. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Beverly Hills Cop 3 is... Some weird some weird events are going to have to coincide for us to actually talk about that movie. And I think we actually discussed that at, at length at one point where we were like, if if these events all happen simultaneously, we'll discuss this movie. Um, yeah. And I, I, uh, but I'm not going to tell you what they are. I'm not going to yes. tell the audience what they are because I don't want. I also I also think some of the things that would make make me well, get into the mindset of doing that are out of the audience's control. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Um, you hear that, audience? You're not fully in control of us. You can pay us to, you know, talk about these movies you want us to talk about, but then you still got to get through the episode on Operation Fortune Ruse again. <laughs> I I do want to highlight or at least acknowledge. Um, sometimes we shit all over the movies that are are requested. Sometimes we gush about them. But if you're not prepared for us to potentially hate your favorite movie, don't suggest your favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> or definitely suggest it and and say uh, you don't consent to criticism. <laughs> That's, yeah, and then and then we'll do with that what we will. I like it. I like it. We do what we will with it. What we will absolutely. But thank you to all of our Patreon uh, Patreon members, our subscribers, the people who have supported us. Um, of course, all of our fan request members: Joseph, Michael, Zenshift, Carlos, and the personalities. Um, we also have, you know, um, some other fan requests uh, coming up that uh, haven't been released yet. Of course, we'll be continuing them. Uh, we usually try and cycle through, you know, get, uh, you know, have a, a good rotation going. But of course, uh, you know, we're going to have one from Maximo coming up soon. Also, shout out to just all our other patrons who uh, have not, you know, gotten any fan requests in. But uh, Jerry Barry is on there. Um, ben slash Adam. Uh, he, he seems to go by both names throughout the times we've conversed with him. Um, uh, the uh, Dr. Jack, uh, Lady Bear, and Cyvonix. So thank you, everybody who supported us on uh, the Patreon. And uh, you can too, you too can join in and uh, and support the podcast and get access to all these other goofy, fun episodes if you like what you hear. Uh, but also, um, of course, this is the five-year uh, extravaganza for Cinemodities. It's been, it's been a, a five years. That's a long time. Uh, but we're still doing it. 
It's still good fun. It's still nonsense. And we thank everybody who, uh, who finds enjoyment from it because, like I said, that's what, what we want to do. We want to provide something, hopefully, uh, you know, that gives you some cool info to spread to your friends. You know, have some fun stories or funny jokes you can steal from us and, and impress your friends about your random movie and TV show knowledge. <laughs> uh, and, that, and, and that's what we hope for. Uh, so thank you all for everybody who listens, and we hope to, you know, eventually make it to our, our second five years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which is the sixth yeah. year. <laughs> yes, for our second annual five-year extravaganza, uh, perhaps we will have considered and thought about these award categories for much longer than we did this time, which was like a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> a week, real uh, a week, like you know, in in lifetime, in real time of actually thinking about it. I don't know, maybe like I don't know, four milliseconds. I think I can, yeah, I can not, measure it that finely. You know, <laughs> it was not long. And it, <laughs> for that, I have to say you're welcome. It was not long. And they told that to me at a at dinner. dinner. And I figured, Ben, I would mention that phrase, at a dinner. Because as as we should end, I, I figured we'd end our ceremony on the true highlight of the evening. There's one award we should give out. Because all these awards we've been giving out were for the movies. Best fan request that was not a movie. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the only one I think you should leave by t- with Tim Robinson, uh, which we will be covering more of. And Ben, I think we should be covering uh, when it comes out the third season, which is I know he's been working on. Uh, so and they to- and I told that to Ben at a ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> Ik heb het niet gehoord. 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 Ik heb het niet g